Game Boys. Hey there, Internet. Welcome to another episode of the Game Boys Podcast. My name is Lux and I'm your host and joining me as always, his impeachment hearing started yesterday. It's Griffin Davis. Yeah, all sorts of bombshells are dropping. I did accept political aid from Hideo Kojima. <laughs> I read the Death Stranding FAQs. Um, <laughs> I, I have to admit it. Uh, I understand if that implicates my position in uh, the Game Boy's government. Yes. Uh, he also, I, I did ask for him help. He he, he made my NYU short film uh, <laughs> and I passed with flying colors. So thank you, Hide- Hideo. Yeah, I think we can all, I think the the clear giveaway that this isn't true is uh, that if Hideo made your NYU short film, I'm not sure you would have passed with flying colors. I, no, I'd be president <laughs> of NYU. Yeah, they'd it's true. Like, Actually, NYU loves that <laughs> shit. And they'd be like, wow, <laughs> this video of a man talking to a rock <laughs> as it floats through space on a Frisbee. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable stuff. You know, now that I think about it, my short film, it did have some vibes, some Kojima vibes. Maybe I should submit that and try to get a job. Hey, you know what? Over there. You know, we all need jobs. That's I cool. hope that Death Stranding is selling well enough that he can continue to, like, be a free man and that they don't just, like, put him in jail for making this game. Oh, I think it's already... I, th- I read... Some, maybe this is wrong, so don't quote me on this, but I think I read somewhere that, like, it's already gotten enough like money and pub that like he's trying to leverage that into like making um, making movies hell yeah let's go that was um, the whole grift this entire time i mean yeah but like admittedly so um so that's that's good that's good I'm there's excited no about way that. it makes there's no way it makes less sense than metal gear though so i mean at the end of the day he's probably getting more coherent i, mean, I don't know so far it makes sense it's just totally crazy um <laughs> I was with, I was playing with a, a, one of my friends over and they were like, they came by while I was playing Death Stranding to like talk about some stuff. Um, and they were like, what's going on in this game? And I was like, well, Guillermo del Toro just gave me this morphine that I'm dropping off to the president who I guess is my mom. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like that's just like, like two hours in. Yeah. That's pretty great. It's um, really good, but we're not talking about Death Stranding today. We're talking about a different nope. game. Death Stranding teases will be next week. Uh, once we both had time to like really get beefy with it. Yeah. And and um, I mean, I hope I can at least put like 20 hours into it by then. Because yeah, that's sort I of feel my... like it's not going to reveal itself entirely. They say it gets good after 10. Um, I think it's <laughs> I think it's good right away, but it, they say it gets yeah. good after 10. Um, but Griffin, what games have you been playing? If not the one we're talking about this week, I've been playing the game of life, the game of capitalism, Monopoly, been passing the board. I haven't had much time to game. Uh, been playing the game this week. And other than that, you know, when I find a quick half an hour before I go to sleep, I play a little bit of WoW Classic. Uh, we're about to enter uh, phase two. And it's interesting. WoW Classic has gotten so popular that they're starting to take elements of Classic and put it in retail, like modern WoW. Um, and a lot of the the changes with the new expansion pack coming out next year, it feels like a, a direct response to what people are loving about Classic. Um, specifically? Well, there's stuff like not necessarily in the grind as much as there is in terms of like, um, I don't know, uh, loot that's harder to get and ask 
aspirational and there's also um, classes feeling more distinct again. Um, what's happening in New Wow is they've kind of just melted everything down a little bit to where like classes just don't feel distinct or um, specific enough. So they're bringing back all sorts of stuff like giving rogues back their poisons, uh, more totems for shamans, just like stuff that felt too complicated or like too much. Uh, it that actually is the exact opposite. People like feeling like they have a specific set of skills. Ah, you know? kind of like uh, Liam Neeson. <laughs> yes, everyone needs to be their Liam Neeson. I think that's um, fair. But anyways, so those are all kind of positive changes for the future uh, of uh, the World of Warcraft evil uh, capitalist machine. Nice. Uh, what have you been playing this week, Lux? <laughs> oh, I'm, gl- I'm glad to see the machine continues to operate. I've been playing uh, a game, a weird game called uh dungeons three not to be confused with enter the gungeon no not to be confused with enter the gungeon not to be confused with dungeon keeper although it is very similar basically what the game is it's like a dungeon keeper warcraft 3 kind of hybrid where you do like dungeon management stuff underground but it slowly builds an army that you can send above ground then it kind of plays like warcraft 3 um when you're in the overworld fighting stuff um and it's really fun i've been really enjoying it i got it just because um i've been doing a lot of running around and so a lot of my gaming had to be laptop style so i wanted to find something that i could run on the old macintosh machine vintage uh yeah well it's actually it's fairly new and sometimes my computer glitches out because it's a little bit too heavy for it to run great but it's been just like a fucking blast to play i've had such a good time um just sort of being like uh, oh, I'm going to make a bunch of orcs and then teach them how to fight and then destroy this town of elves and kidnap their wizards. Hell yeah. As long as, long as you're sticking it to elves, the hipsters of Middle Earth. Yeah. The elves are eating shit and they're eating shit by my hand. I'm forcing I'm force feeding them shit in a dungeon. Oh, wow, um, that's weird, weird that you can do that in that game. The game is gross and perverse. Um, but it's uh it's it's really good it's really fun i would definitely recommend it um apparently this is like it's the third in a series and the first two weren't that good um but this one is i've been i've been having a lot of fun i mean it's it's like very you'd fucking hate a lot of it because i think you'd like the gameplay but you'd hate the like tone of it because that's very like snarky fantasy parody and it's like super self-aware in a way that's like pretty annoying Hell yeah. Um, where it'll be like Sounds like you hate it too. I do. I do hate that part of it. Um they'll be like, they'll, the narrator will be like, uh, it looks like these little hobbits won't be throwing any rings into mountains anytime soon. After I like oh, destroy Jesus. a village of it's hobbits. Like, it's like pop culture y. Yeah, it's very annoying. Um but the gameplay is fun, and even if the sense of humor is stupid, it's at least like a fun game to play, and I've been enjoying just uh, working on it while I, uh, you know, get my health insurance plan for next year together. Oh, exciting. I'm actually doing the same thing right now with my health insurance plan, um, and it is a nightmare. Well, let's get back to video games with a little bit of a video game news segment. Welcome back to Toxic or Toxic Lux. We got some fun ones this week. Oh, wait, before you get into Toxic or Toxic, we should mention we don't have a guest this week again because things have been nuts oh, yeah. around here. We will have a guest for Death Stranding next week. But this week, it's just me and Griffin getting loose, talking about a game we've both been playing and uh, letting letting it go. Letting it go uh, a la Frozen 1 style. Not so certain about Frozen 2 songs yet. Yeah, we're going to find out whether Frozen 2 is another smash hit Adina Manzel or a, a crash and fail 
uh, Rick Astley. Adim Dizel or whatever John Travolta said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, whether it's, or, if it's a, or if it's a Grim Gargo. Yes. And oh, I guess because well, there's no guest locks. Have you been watching The Watchmen? Oh, you know what? I have been watching The Watchmen and I remain super confused about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 getting to be not only confusing, but boring, like very little happens. Yeah, it's really like it's starting to feel as though Damon Lindelof was like, you know, what would be really crazy thinking about the future of the Watchmen world. And it's like letting people into that world. And for the first couple episodes, you're like, yeah, you know, this is a pretty wild place. And by episode four, I'm like, cool, I get it. (laughs) Like, what if anything happened? And so it's a little boring, but at, I don't know. There's at least kind of an air of mystery. I'm going to keep watching it, A, because we're doing the segment, B, because, like, I hate myself. And so, I don't know. I'm I'm interested in where it's going. But, yeah, it has gotten dumb and boring, and I don't really get what it wants to do right now. I almost wish it was being, like, operating on even more offensive levels in some ways, so it would be less boring. Because right now, I'm just like, God, like... What is going on in this show? Uh, so anyways, we're both still watching The Watchmen. That's good to know. Who's going to break first? We'll see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, we'll both watch yeah. it all the way to the end. Because we're, um, hor- we're the worst. Because we're cu- culture observers. Because we have um, brain worms. <laughs> and no friends. Uh, okay, let's get to a little bit of toxic or toxic. As always, you got to tell me if it's toxic, as in bad incel culture gamer gay get it off my internet or if it's do 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 toxic as in the britney spears song which is a hit a banger and a good thing new story number one furious pokemon fans have submitted an official petition to the white house they want trump to block sales of sword and shield in the u.s toxic (laughs) um so toxic for a number of reasons one fuck you two um (laughs) like Just because the game isn't the game that you want the game to be doesn't mean that you get to decide what the game is. Like, that's (laughs) that's so fucking nuts. And three is I want to play it still. I don't give a shit about these nerds. So stop trying to make it so I can't play Pokemon. (laughs) Those are my three Um, reasons why this sucks ass. Maybe this quote from the one of the petition writers will change your mind. We, as both Pokemon fans, but more importantly, American citizens, nope. believe <laughs> this is violating our market rights and need something done about this. Uh, I most like the end that says and need something done done about this because it's like they don't really know exactly what they want. But what market rights like? Are people just people just like are making shit up now? Like they're just making up <laughs> phrases and words and like rules about things that like have nothing to do. Like market rights aren't a thing. That's the whole point of the free market is that like it's n- it's not a regulated force. Like it's just a thing that exists that you like where like its choices are dictated by like what's possible within like an economic framework. Um, so wow, you, well, you know what I have to say about the market? Lock her up. Hey, lock hey, that market up. You can gotta tell me twice. The market's been free for too long. Well, lock they, that market they, up. And I think these, it's actually. I think it's actually what? Sorry. Uh, I think it's actually very feminist of me to consider the market to be a female. I think it is. I think it's very progressive. I don't say that if these nerds yes. want to nationalize video games, they can complain about the rules of video games. That's fine. That's. I'll say that if they want to make gaming a national utility, 
um, in the vein of sort of like Venezuelan oil or Bolivian lithium, then like we can have that conversation. But they can't just be like, it's our right to have the video game we want because that's crazy. Well, Lux, if you want if you want us to turn into Venezuela, we'll be eating Pokemon in the streets. I mean, Moving on. I'll, chom- I'll chomp a lick a tongue. I'll chomp a lick a tongue all day. <laughs> uh, in Death Stranding, tins of neon green monster energy are always available. When the can is replenished with water, it somehow turns itself into more monster energy. Uh, I think that's a little product placement. I think it's product placement. I think it's like fun and weird product placement that I can get behind. Um, I'd say do 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 do. Yeah, it's gamer vibes for sure. Yeah, it's big time gamer vibes, and like, you know, why not? Why not magical monster energy drink? Like, of all the thi- like of all the things that are weird in that game, like that's like so far down the list to me. And I think it's a funny, weird little touch that like yeah, I, it's personality, and I like games with personality. Um, Kojima, when you direct your first uh, American film, allow me to be the protagonist uh, chugging for loco in every scene. <laughs> every it's always just like, how's work going, Griffin? And you're like, glug 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 glug, it's <laughs> fucking lit. I just punch whoever talks to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. that's the whole movie, News- the story of a man who drinks for loco and just fights everyone he sees. <laughs> News story number three, moving into a little TV movie news. Netflix has already renewed The Witcher for season two. Did season one come out? No, and that's why it's a news story. Apparently, season one is looking that good. And I just, did you watch the trailer? Not yet. The trailer, actually, it looks kind of, it looks like they spent the right amount of money and time on it. Well, that's very good. But I'm still going to say toxic. Because here's why. Um... There's so many bullshit content media things clogging my fucking life that, like, at least let everyone decide if it's good or not first. <laughs> like, don't yeah. don't assert to me that I'm going to have to deal with this whole thing again before I even know if I give a shit. Yeah. And like, um, honestly, I even feel that way about Rick and Morty. Like, I didn't as a fan like to hear that there's like 300 more episodes coming. Like, I kind of like being like, oh, another season's coming. Yeah. But something about the the quantity makes me less like, OK, well, it's going to be there for a long time. I'll get to it when I get to it, as opposed to like, oh, this is a, another rare gift. I've Yeah, received. it doesn't feel like I get to be involved with the beginning of a thing just because step two is already in progress. Yeah. And so this is the petition that you and me will file to the White House. Yeah, we'll tell the White House to stop help, renewing things to like slow down with the Witcher and get double down and double time the new Dark Crystal. I need Double Age of Resistance season two, baby. And finally, a little more extra news. We had to talk about it. Sonic the Hedgehog returns with bigger eyes and fewer teeth. Oof. Um, this is tough because I don't love the fans yell at everyone they get what they want thing. Uh-huh. I also didn't love the old Sonic design. I do kind uh-huh. of I do kind of miss like horrible nightmare monkey Sonic though. I didn't think I would like like I liked it was funny. A little bit of you, you don't know how, know what you got till it's gone. Yeah, exactly. And they paid paradise and put up a parking lot. Like <laughs> the, we had like this weird gremlin Sonic and that was like fun and goofy and strange. And it's not like the movie's going to be good either way. You know, right. It's like if everyone remembers the, the, the infamous Super Mario Brothers movie, if they had made those characters look slightly more like the video game versions of them, 
the movie would still be awful. Yeah, as I think it was Jenny Nicholson pointing this out on Twitter. Um, like the people who approved the original Sonic design also approved all the story choices in the movie. So it's like, it's not like they're gonna do a good like they made if they made that mistake, they're gonna make a bunch of other mistakes. Like this isn't redeeming the movie. I kind of I want to like take the forest position and be like lean into the garbage and give me the worst possible version of this movie. Yes, because I have no I have no like um special place in my heart for Sonic. I'm sorry. It's like it's it's kind of one of the my franchises I have zero emotions stake with. Uh-huh. So it's like whatever like there's never been a good sonic movie i can't envision what a good sonic movie would be because the character is very basic i just like don't care yeah as a as friend of the podcast rory blank said um sonic the in the video game is just like an inexplicable gross little homunculus guy and so it made more sense for the movie version to also be a gross little goblin and yeah uh and that was like a more true to sonic sort of conceptually and like ontologically uh than than nice sonic is and at first i thought he was being an idiot but now i kind of buy it also the the turnaround on this change was very quick so i do wonder how many people died creating this new sonic phase like how many how many people were just totally churned into butter on computers oh yeah some people Um, definitely had a bad time with this yeah because that was very quick well ladies and gentlemen and people beyond the binary that was toxic or toxic no history for this new game that we're about to play and talk about it exists outside of time (laughs) yes it does it's in the fourth dimension now it's a spooky game that came out in november (laughs) Yeah, we're talking Luigi's Mansion three. Yeah. So so this game is kind of sweet to me. I've really been enjoying it. Rocks. I have only played about five hours and I am having a blast. It reminds me a lot of uh, when I first started playing uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Honestly, Uh, there's just like this, like kind of pure joy with all of the actions and the movement and the levels. That's just so much fun and it does it uh, odyssey is also the comparison i was going to make uh for a slightly different reason but sort of similar which is that like it feels like how i want luigi's mansion to feel um like it reminds me of the older games but it's better and it rules. like it's better and the tech is like improved and the mechanics are more fun and everything works more effectively um which is like how i want these switch games to feel like all my favorite sort of switch releases like between like we talked about we talked about let's go pikachu we've talked about breath of the wild we talked about our odyssey these are all games that took formulas that i like and i'm used to sort of having in like lower definition or like lower res and turn them into like super high res high tech versions of themselves that super duper worked and this is just another one in that sort of chain and it fucking rocks yeah uh it just it just like works on every level now this is my first Luigi's Mansion game. How about you, Lux? Have you played the other ones? Oh, I certainly have. I love nice. vacuuming up ghosts. Yeah, and so I guess I want to talk about that vacuum start because just like Odyssey, there is just this core gameplay function that is simple and satisfying to do, and they just repeat it and and add it to new puzzles, and it's this vacuum-sucking thing, which it, in a lot of ways, it reminds me of 
the reverse Super Mario Sunshine, where like in that game, you do have a backpack with a machine, but you're kind of cleaning everything. And in this game, you also are kind of cleaning, but you're also destroying like everything in the rooms with this vacuum. That's some of the most fun, right? Is like running into a room and just vacuuming up like, sure, you you like break a bunch of statues, like knock over a bunch of garbage cans. but You also suck up like inexplicable piles of gold and money. Yes, there's a lot of gold and money in this mansion. Uh, It feels so good. Just run in there. I just like blah, 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 blah. maybe I've missed something, but I've gotten pretty far in this game and I've yet to figure out what I spend the money on. Yes, that actually was my question, too. I have so much money and I have not found a vendor. Yeah, I've so- gotten like pretty deep in the game. Like I have like probably two thirds of the elevator buttons. What? And you still don't know what the money's for? I think I might have missed something. That's crazy because there's so much money, which makes you think. You're going to spend a lot and need a lot. Yeah, maybe it's just points. How funny would that be if a game just like had collectibles and then it was just like, oh, no, it's actually just the act of collecting. I mean, it's like uh, it's like uh, getting Sonic rings. You know, it's just points, baby. Yeah. I so. OK, what I really like about it and you kind of got towards is the vacuum thing. I like how they add all these mechanics. Like at first, you're just like your vacuum sucks stuff up. Then it teaches you, you can suck up bigger things and launch them like weapon. Then it teaches you that you can actually shoot a little plunger out to attach to things to suck up other bigger things or to like knock stuff over move furniture or whatever yeah. yeah then they get away from the vacuum and they introduce the real hero of the story Gooigi. <laughs> and i love Gooigi. yeah Gooigi. so if you haven't been following this game which you know there's death stranding there's out other or outer worlds there's all kinds of stuff going on so it's, it makes sense that this isn't like the top of your radar but like Gooigi is a luigi made out of goo who you can summon at any time to sort of help you with tasks. And that can mean like having two different vacuums going to like double spin a thing in a way where it's like a team up or it can be that he slides through grates cause he's made of goo um, or it could be. So Gooigi, Gooigi comes out of Luigi out of the backpack. I think that's my question. I, well, where is he coming out of? Well, I think when uh, the, the scientist Ed, what Edwin, whatever I forget his, I always forget his dumb name. Um, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. When Ed Sheeran tells you about Gooigi, it's basically explained as like, uh, it, I think he shows him like putting goo goo in the backpack and that goo subsequently comes to life as Gooigi. Um, and Gooigi so fun because like, <laughs> Guigi like plays a little differently than Luigi. Like Guigi has less health, and Guigi uh, dies if he touches water, um, which leads to a lot of fun puzzles. Where it's like, I gotta get Gui. I gotta have like a guy over here and a guy over there, and I gotta get Guigi in this one spot. But there's like a rain. It's like raining or leaking here, so I gotta like figure out how to like move myself and the room around in such a way that like I can get Guigi to the safe space uh, without having him get water on him. And just drip into nothingness. Because Guigi is uh, he's a college liberal. He needs to save space. Yeah, Guigi is an absolute snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, you mentioned the 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 Guigi's awesome. He's incredible. So, I'm excited so to play gr- co-op with someone because that's what's cool is someone else can play two player and you guys can just both goo goo around. Um, but then the one thing about that, another thing I'm just always 
I, I'm sure this was in the first two games, but I'm just kind of marveling at all these like parts of this of the of this game. Like the way the the rooms, the way you move around them is really cool. It really just feels like you're staring into like a tiny little toy house and then you're kind of shifting around and each room has just so many little details to it. Uh, and sometimes you find a long hallway and the camera pans and follows like go follows Luigi down the hallway it just the way the camera moves through this this mansion is really inventive and fun and and you want to see everything in it and find all the secrets um it's it's like it's addicting on an exploration level in a lot of ways for me yeah, um, and i thought it was going to be boring and like con- like confined and claustrophobic but if anything it's like i'm dying to like unlock new floors and like see new stuff uh, and so it's it's been great. And they do a great job theming each floor. Um, like there's like the floor. Like a lot of the floors are just like hotel rooms, but they all have like a little something special. And some of the floors are like, this is the food zone or like this is the shopping zone. Um, and that shit's very fun. Uh, there are some puzzles that have driven me a little insane because solving them has been like very counterintuitive. Um, like there's one where a rat eats one of your elevator buttons. You have to chase this rat around. And the whole time I'm like, I should just be able to vacuum up this fucking rat. It's just a rat. I can vacuum up ghosts. This is no problem. Um, But it turns out to shoot it with a plunger and it takes forever to to me like an hour to figure that out. Um, Because I was just like, I must be doing something wrong. I was like doing all kinds of crazy shit. I was like, okay, I'll lure the rat out with the cheese. Then I'll summon Gooigi and I'll have Gooigi (laughs) stand in front of the rat hole so the rat can't get in. And then I'll vacuum the rat while he's trapped. And it was like, nope, not that. Uh, Sometimes because there is only two or three moves and I'm confused on what to do in a room, I'll just spam all the buttons until something happens. That's probably smarter than what I was doing. Um, (laughs) The one thing with the buttons, I will note this. I wish the game would tell you that regular R does the flashlight and not just A because it makes fighting so much easier. When I was trying to like hold down A and move around and also use the vacuum, I was just like, no, God, finger cramps. Yeah. And I I also think it's one of the first games where the Joy-Con has been hard to use, like to, to like point. I think that's kind of part of the point, actually, is that it's like. It's it's like Luigi does have a slow movement and it is like a little bit slower to aim. But sometimes when I'm like aiming up with the right stick, I'm just like, I'm, this is not accurate. Yeah, I get turned around like when the stick when the when the game is going right, the sticks feel pretty good. It's pretty fun to manipulate and use the use the game. Yeah. But from time to time, the game like absolutely just feels shitty because it's just like I'm trying to hold down three buttons at once and walk facing a certain way. And, like, I'll actually turn around or something, and that'll just cause, like, a whole mess of problems. Like, I don't know. It's a really fun game to play. I really like the differences in the different kinds of ghosts also. I like that each ghost has, like, a, like, obviously there's, like, your generic, like, ooh, ghost. But, like, there's, like, the maid ghost and the chef ghost and, like, the weird billiards room ghosts and, like, the the bellboy ghost. And they all have, like, different little patterns and different, uh, like, I mean, they're all bosses. They all have, like, distinct sort of puzzles to solve about them and ways you beat them um, that are all like pretty fun and different. And like the style is just very, very cool. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not very spooky. It's not very spooky. It's definitely 
It's definitely for children. <laughs> um, I, I think it's funny that Luigi gets scared of everything and he has a dog that is a ghost. Like, that's very funny to me. Yeah, it's weird that he's not afraid of his dog. Yeah, for some reason, he's like, yeah, I can have a ghost dog, but if I see other ghosts, game over. You think it's because he thinks the ghost dog is Forrest Whitaker from the movie Ghost Dog? I think that is the only possible answer that makes (laughs) sense. He's like, this is just Uh, Forrest. This is my this isn't a dog. This is my friend Forrest Whitaker, uh, acclaimed actor. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, Luigi, that's a ghost dog. And he's like, no, I know. From the movie Ghost Dog. <laughs> From the movie, yeah, 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 yeah. You, I'm glad you've seen it. Way of the Samurai. Soundtrack by the RZA, okay? Speaking of soundtrack, the soundtrack for this game is very good. Uh, I love all the, the jazz and the piano notes that make it feel like you're creeping around hallways. It gives a real sense of, like, that you're doing something creepy in a place you're not supposed to be. Um, and it feels real generally spooked out, which I'm a big... with like. That's where it gets the most interesting and spooky is like in the music um, and some of that stuff. Um, It was really it's just a really fun and like environmental experience. I will say we kind of got so excited talking about how the game works. We forgot to say what it's about. So I'm just going to quickly give you the give you the story. So uh, surely you guys kind of remember Luigi's Mansion, the game in which Luigi inherits a mansion um and uses it or lives in it but in order to live in it he has to get rid of all the spooky ghosts who live there with the help of the professor e gad uh so that's the first one is luigi gets a special mansion i'm trying to remember what the second one was uh it's luigi's mansion houses i think uh i think maybe it's it's how oh dark it's luigi's mansion dark moon which is such a dark moon such a funny name for it um and yeah i think he just goes house to house in a neighborhood and is taking care of stuff and then in this one, Luigi and friends go to a hotel and in the hotel, uh, all of his friends disappear. Like, it's very funny, actually. This is one of my favorite parts of the whole game is at the very beginning where like you get to this hotel and it's like obviously super haunted. Like from the second you get in, everything about it is yeah. like this hotel is very haunted. Uh, the bellhops are wearing masks. Yeah. And like the lady behind the desk is like extremely like oh welcome to my not at all spooky hotel yeah she floats down the stairs yeah and so like there's all of that and then you go to your room and there's all this it's actually really pretty well done there's all this stuff where like you go into the room and there's like a fun little like jack-in-the-box in your closet and there's like a little statue on your nightstand and all this stuff and then when you go to bed and everything gets spooky this jack-in-the-box becomes like a spooky monster and the thing on the side of your bed is like a claw and like you just like change the polarity of everything in the room in a way that's really fun. And so then once that happens, uh, you're with, you know, the classic Mario and Peach come on vacation with Luigi and they get kidnapped by these ghosts. And it's up to coward Luigi and his friend Egad and the special vacuum and his ghost dog to like to save the day by getting rid of all the ghosts and finding all the elevator buttons so you can reach wherever your friends are and keep moving up the up the hotel. It's kind of even like slightly more metal and dark than that because K- 
King Boo has like put everyone inside a painting and you just like wake up and he's like, all your friends are inside paintings. And then he chases you down a hallway trying to put you in a painting. Uh, it's a great little set piece. It was it was a really great setup. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, it, it feels like it has real stakes. Like King Boo feels like at, King Boo is one of the few things that actually feels like scary in the game. Yeah. And then like Luigi like slides away from him the last second and then it's like show it like zooms out and shows the mansion is actually now a spooky tower and it's like boom title it's like let's go uh but anyways that's like preliminary thoughts i'm having a blast with this game uh and we're gonna give our preliminary rating take gist opinions after this commercial break Hey there, Internet. welcome back to the Game Boys Podcast. My name is Deluxe, your co-host, Griffin Davis, and we still do not have a guest because we have been busy, but we are still talking about Luigi's Mansion 3. Now, as a part of the show, we give our final thoughts and ratings about this show, which means that we're going to give our little recap of our beliefs and opinions about it, and then we are going to give it a rating on the scale from one to five joysticks. Griffin, why don't you go first? Damn, yo, I never play a Luigi's Mansion game, but it it's just like... Not every Nintendo game can do this for me, but the good ones like Sunshine and Mario Odyssey, there's this vibe instantly when you start playing that you're playing something that is just like well designed and simple and kind of perfect and just like pure fun. Uh, It's a five out of five for me. I mean, I am loving every element of this game. Whoa. Okay. Well, now I'm I, maybe maybe as I get into it later, I'll have an update on my score if some BS starts happening or if I don't ever get to spend my coins. Um, but as of right now, I'm just dying to play more. I think that's fair. Here's what I think. Um, I like it a lot, but I will say this. I do not think it's a five out of five for me because I think sometimes the controls can be a little jangly. And I can get a little confused and some of the puzzles aren't entirely clear what you're supposed to do. Some of that's on me for being dumb, obviously. Some of that's on the game design. Um, so I'm going to give this a four out of five. I think it's super duper fun. I really like it. It's just like there are times where I'm in a ghost fight and it takes twice as long as it should because like finagling the controls just is like an annoying experience. Um, I do totally agree with you that it has that good Nintendo vibe of like you're in a cool, fun world, having a cool, fun time, like Mm -hmm. and everything feels flavored and textured and everything feels specific. And that is what I fucking love about a great Nintendo game. But it just doesn't quite play. The reason that shit rules is because that makes you feel like you're in this world and you're like really immersed and like this is like the thing that matters. Um, But when the controls are janky and not quite working the way I want them to, it kind of takes me out of that a little bit. Um, for sure, for which, sure. Uh, kills the experience for me, but still a total of nine out of ten. That's an average of four and a half. A very good score for a very good game. Big recommend yeah. if you have a switch to pick this one up because it's just like an easy game to play for like 45 minutes at a time. Oh, man, it's the perfect game to like go on an airplane. I bet like, ugh. yeah, it's good. I, I, don't, I don't have anywhere to go, but I might book a trip. Yeah, it's good for me when I need to take my smoke a cigarette and sit in a chair time, which is how I take breaks during <laughs> the day. Because um, you're standing through this whole podcast. Yeah, well, no, I'm just sitting in a bed rather than a chair. Um, okay. But uh, I go outside and I'll sit in a chair and smoke a couple of cigarettes. And it's a great game to play for like half an hour while I'm just like relaxing for a sec. Um, yeah. So, yeah, because especially because it fucking auto saves every time you enter or exit a room. So I'm never like terrified of getting too far and not saving, which is an anxiety I have in almost every other game. 
Um, cause I'm yeah. very bad about saving. Um, but that's going to do it for today. Griffin, do you have anything to plug this week? No. And, uh, it's really nice to not plug anything. Um, oh, you know, I got a, I got a, I got a video game cartoon coming out on AOK YouTube channel. Uh, AOK is back. They make really funny sketch comedy for the internet based on video games, anime, pop culture, you name it. Um, got a fun one about Zelda coming out soon. So keep your eyes peeled for that and subscribe to AOK. Cool. Um, check that out. It's going to be funny. I've read it. <laughs> and uh, so you check that out. And the only thing I'm going to plug this week is that uh, the Party World Wrestling Wasselmania Indiegogo is up and running, baby. Uh, which means you can go to igg.me slash at slash wasselmania, which is spelled W-A-S-S-A-I-L-M-A-N-I-A. Um, and you can get cool shirts other things i think we have a sweater this time maybe a fanny pack i can't remember i don't know but i know there's cool stuff plus i made a video that's on there that you can see that i think is pretty funny also make sure to check out our producer Haley's instagram uh, at eat every sound it's very cool asmr food stuff that she makes and it super rules so please go check that out and now it's the end of the show which means now i get to say this part which is my name is lux i'm your host your co-host griffin davis your editor producer is Haley clement your intern out is by matthew Moore, and your artist by Brittany metz goodbye internet we love you very much luigi's mentioned three Blah.